welcome once again. This is Conversations with Alan. My name is Phil, and uh, yeah, I just really appreciate everyone being here. Uh, who do we have here with us today? I'm Mariana. I'm part of the communications team and digital team here at Christ Community. Welcome and back. Thanks. Good to be back. <laughs> and I'm Alan Kraft, uh, lead pastor here at Christ Community. And I know you said this last time, but we literally can't have this conversation unless you're not here or unless you're here. So <laughs> True. thank you Maybe for you being here. Maybe you should change the name of the podcast, but as long as it's called this, I guess I got to right. be here. <laughs> We're uh, holding you hostage. That's right. Well, this is great. Well, yeah, and kind of alluding to that, um, this is our second conversation. If uh, if you haven't seen or listened to the first one uh, that came out, um, just really what we're trying to do here is is take a moment of time just to, to kind of grab Alan and, and uh, process some of the things that, that he's going through or thinking about or some of his stories and just yeah. uh, kind of unpack a little bit of where God is leading you and, and how he's inspiring you. And so right now, um, Alan has been uh, working on for the last year uh, for a wide more than that probably, uh, maybe even a couple years, but engaged in a, a class, uh, Intimacy with Jesus class that uh, um, has about a seven week journey that you take um, everybody on. And uh, so we're using these conversations as a way of, of launching into the themes of that class. That was a great way to, to maybe um, unpack some things there. So uh, this conversation is uh, centered around the theme of stillness. And that's uh, kind mm -hmm. of the second week of, of your, uh, your class. And, um, it, it's a, it's a funny thing, even just to throw it out there because the, the countercultural nature of stillness no kidding. is like, wow, you know, uh -huh. <laughs> um, where, where to even begin on a conversation regarding stillness. So maybe before we dive into some things particular to your heart, Alan, I, I just want to throw that out to all of us. Just when you hear that word or think about the, <laughs> this concept of stillness, what things, ideas conjure up in your mind? A unicorn. <laughs> the elusive unicorn that you never actually find? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, it looks so pretty. I wish I can find it someday. But So I'll unpack that, though. What do you, what, I mean? Oh, well, we were just talking briefly about this before we started recording. I feel like stillness is something that I hope it doesn't take until I get to heaven to experience. Mm. No, it's just really hard for me. It's really hard. And so I have really appreciated Alan's paving the path and, and painting this picture and, and casting the vision, you know, th these past few years as he is so passionate about it, because it's a core thing that I need to learn. Uh, and, you know, we have all these behind the scenes conversations with him. So I'm, I'm very excited that this one, it will be recorded. So everybody gets to. And, and real quick, is that. Is that something you feel like, and I know it's never one thing or the other, but do you feel like it's more just because of how you, you're made and your personality and it's just hard to be still? Do you feel like it's a cultural thing where there's pressures and it's constantly pulling you? Where, where are you land oh, in that man. journey? Oh, man, probably everything. I, I was just thinking about it this morning because my mom is so much that way. So the way mm, I was raised, sure. you know, you're like, you got to be strong and you go, go, go. Like stopping is a sign of weakness. And it's funny because often we compare this, we say this as, you know, guys are that way. You can't be weak. But I was raised that way. Like You you, you don't need to stop. You know, you keep going. But also my personality. I think my, my mind is always going. I'm always thinking about a million things and I have to literally sometimes get a paper and write it all down because I feel like my brain is going to explode with all the thoughts that are going on all the time. So to sit down and actually be quiet. And mm. plus, I'm so social. I like to be with people and talk to people and be surrounded by crowds all the time. And being alone is painful and mm. being quiet is nearly impossible. 
So yeah. there you go. Good luck, Alan. <laughs> Teach good. me your ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, let's see, Alan, before we dive into yours, because mm-hmm. I think there's a, a bigger picture there, too, um, that I want to hear from on you. But I think me, I, I represent uh, maybe a group of people that I've had moments of stillness. Um, they're, they're incredibly intentional. So it's, it's always this, you know, carve out the weekend, drive up to the mountains. Um, you know, the family dynamic is either, uh, I'm by myself or, you know, my kids are relatively around, but I've been able to get away from them (laughs) generally speaking. Uh, and so when I think of stillness, I think of this massive amount of energy I've got to put into quote unquote being still. But when I do that, I can talk in experience and remember a lot of fruit from that. So I love it. It doesn't Mm. scare me. Um, I'm drawn to it. I even like to carve that out, but it's not something I feel like is easy or um, just reasonable in a normal life. It's a lot of work. (laughs) So that's just my own kind of personal experience on that. So that's the context Mm. of the room. Um, Yeah. yeah, Tell us a little bit just about your journey with stillness, why this is even a thing for you um, when when we're talking about intimacy with Jesus as well. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, that cultural question is huge because what's happening in our culture in increasing ways because of technology. And again, we love the technology. I'm not down on technology, but what's, what's really happening more and more when you read these studies, it's, it's causing a disconnection. Um, one with other people, um, People feel more lonely, you know, those statistics, all of that. But I think what it's also doing is causing a disconnect with ourselves. And so that's that's this this sense that we can't even we can't sit still long enough to even be present to ourselves. What am I feeling right now? What am I thinking about? It's it's this constant distraction, constant, um, activity Mm -hmm. and our phones just make it so easy for that. Um, that we, I think we disconnect, um, unintentionally we're disconnecting from our own hearts. We're disconnecting from our own bodies. Mm. And, um, and that has huge ramifications, um, in, our own well-being and our relationships with other people, but also in our relationship with God, because God wants to meet us where we're at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're not even aware of where we're at, mm-hmm. how can we truly experience God? Um, I think of the the first question in Scripture is when Adam and Eve are they've sinned and they're hiding and God says, where are you? That's, that's the question, right? That's Mm -hmm. the question that I think he's asking all of us. And I don't think we in general, our culture allows us much time to Mm. slow down to even answer that. (laughs) So we have to answer, where am I before I answer, where is God? You know what I mean? In a sense, Mm. it's before I can connect with God. Mm. So is your, journey with stillness, is that like a daily thing that you're looking at? Is it a, a monthly, weekly, like how do you engage that type of thing? Because I, again, I I think my own experience has been, you know, where even in those moments where I am still, 
uh, as soon as I figure my phone, I'm not. And right. so mm-hmm. you go in and out of that so fast. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about just that for you. Like what, when you talk about stillness, mm-hmm. what are you, what are you really talking about in terms of your own experience with it? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's a stillness. The way I talk about it is kind of like a, it's a tool almost to help us engage and be, to be able to tap into stillness in other contexts. Um, and so that's the way I, um, have experienced it in the way I teach it in this class is, is that it is a, it is an opportunity. It's a specific spiritual practice where we intentionally take time, even just a couple minutes, um, to, to slow down, to remove distractions, to be, to learn how to be present to our own body, to be present to our own mind and to be present to our own heart. And in that practice of being present to ourselves, we then can be more present to God. God says, be still and know that I'm God. Mm-hmm. It's like in the stillness, we provide room and space and our own hearts are postured in a place where we can experience God. And so my my approach is if we can learn how to do that by practicing it, even in just these two to three minute types of things as a part of a time with the Lord, it becomes easier for us to access that in 15 seconds at a stoplight, or I'm feeling stressed at a meeting at work in the middle of a meeting, just kind of closing my eyes and, and kind of drawing, um, from that place. Um, and so that's, that's why I refer to it as a tool. There's not one, only one way to do it, but I think it's helpful to have this tool in your, in your, um, experience, um, of being able to slow down and, and practice stillness. And it's a really challenging thing to do. As you mentioned, there's so much effort when you are able to get away for a couple of days, that's ideal, right? But we're not able to work involved in that. We're not able to do that all the time. And and so the idea is how can we build this into the rhythm of our lives and um, into the regular rhythm of our lives? And that's where I think, um, whether it's daily for me, it's probably four or five times a, a week, but it's a regular rhythm of slowing down and letting ourselves experience that. And that can be a challenging thing for people, for all of us, because we're just not used to it. Mm, yeah. I love when you say God is here, but am I here <laughs> and how we can miss what's happening. I've been thinking so much about spiritual awareness. And as you're talking, I'm thinking about like my dynamic with my kids, for example, if I'm all, you know, busy hurrying from things to things, they might be telling me a story and I, I might be even listening to what they're saying, but I'm, it's when I'm able to actually stop and look in their eyes is when I'm going to realize, oh, they were actually sad about whatever happened or, you know, and just that lack of awareness when we're on the go and just da 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 And I've been thinking about the, the stillness along with this ability to be aware. You know, if I would be able to slow down, I would be able to perceive things in me, things around me, things in people around me, what God is doing and but will I be able to slow down? Yeah, we miss so much. I think even technology, I was reading somewhere that even students who study with their phone hmm. out, they do have done these studies where it's like 20% less 
effective, even if it's just out because our ability to focus gets, we get distracted. Even having it out is sort of, I'm, I'm ready for that notification. If Mm -hmm. it comes through, even if it doesn't come through, my, my brain is not completely focused on studying. And I think that's what you're talking about. That whole ability to focus, that's really, um, we're losing that ability. Mm -hmm. Um, technology is causing our attention span to decrease. This, these are the scientific, you know, studies that are showing this. And so I think that's where stillness, you know, the, the, the modern day word for this is mindfulness. Um, but that's a mindfulness is just a, something Christians have been practicing for centuries. It's just rooted in, um, Jesus, right. And in, in being present to him, but that's the idea that we are, our culture is even recognizing this, that if we keep going at this pace, we lose our ability to truly focus on people on ourselves, on the Lord. And that's a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, you did this exercise in church that for us to turn off the phone and you made the joke, there's actually a power button. And I realized, oh my gosh, I have never pushed the part. I actually had never seen that happen. It was a brand new experience. And I remember the feeling like, oh, my phone is off. Oh my gosh. What am I going to do? The sky's the limit. <laughs> it just felt incredible. Well, I love, uh, I love the, the story you were sharing just in terms of just your kids and how being mindful or, or still and being present to your kids and you see things. And it, it caused me to wonder, Alan, are you, uh, if you were to think back on this journey of stillness, um, are there things or what am I trying to ask? Are there things about God or your relationship with God that just you notice them in stillness more or without being still, these things may not be developed? Like how... I don't know if that makes sense what I'm asking, but yeah, I really think it goes back to our conversation last time that the ability to experience God delighting in me, mm. that a huge part of that is being quiet enough to be present to myself so I know where I'm at. And then I can experience him. I can experience him loving me. And so I really see stillness in some respects as like the, it's the table almost set. It's it's the table that we're setting in a, a meal with the Lord, but it's like this, it enables the connection to happen in a way that wouldn't otherwise. I think we, when we jump into scripture reading, we jump into prayer Without that experience of stillness, um, I think we miss we miss some things. We miss um, creating an atmosphere where the Lord can actually communicate His love for us, His delight in us. Um, ways where we can hear His voice. You know, the He whispers. If He whispers, then which He does, I think primarily. Then the only way you hear a whisper is if you're your heart and soul are quiet, you know, and you're leaning in. And so I feel like stillness for me personally has helped me because I'm kind of a driven person. It has helped me to um, create that space to engage the right side of my brain, which we mentioned last week to engage this, you know, imagination, things like that. 
um, in order to experience him more deeply. What, what would you say to somebody who's, who loves what you just said, but they're like, well, you're a pastor and you've got this connection with God and you've been developing it for decades. When I'm still, I just get anxious and nervous and I don't feel God and I don't have these moments. What would you tell them? Yeah, I've been there and that's why it has nothing to do with me being a pastor, honestly. So for a number of years, I did not experience the Lord's love, even though I taught people about it. And so I know what that feeling's like. I know what that experience is like. And I would just say that there really is for all of us. Um, and I know, yeah, just because I know a lot of pastors that, you know, we're not experiencing the, are not experiencing this. And so it's not, it has nothing to do with pastoral titles or Bible knowledge. It's honestly, um, it's something we have to practice because for many of us, we've not ever done this. We are so used to movement and busyness. And when we finally get home and we're, our schedule's clear, we're finally home. What do we do? We turn on the TV, we pull out an app. We, you know, we're, we're, we're looking for something to distract us. So over time, that combination of busyness and then whenever we slow down, fill it with something. Mm. That's just taking a toll on all of us. And so realizing for someone in the situation you're talking about, just realizing this is a journey. This is something we have to learn or relearn because we're not living this way. And, and stillness, the practices we talk about in this class or in other places, those are just practical things that it's like riding a bike, start with a tricycle. You know, you, you, it's these practical things to help us learn how to quiet our hearts. Um, and so don't give up if you're out there <laughs> and you've been frustrated by it. That's actually really normal because like you started with the, the conversation, this is so countercultural. Mm-hmm. It is so countercultural, mm-hmm. and even three minutes of stillness is like a radical thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to think um, in terms of the future and what what's possible with something like this. Have you thought about that at all? Like, for lack of a way to say, it, like the cumulative effect of where you're at personally today. So, so again, it, it feels like there's a, a really healthy journey you're on in terms of stillness which is inspiring. And, and one of the things I love about what you're saying is it's it's moving your life to a more, more holistic, integrated, rather than a, a holy moment and then a non-holy moment. It's mm. actually helping you stay integrated. That's good. But forecast for us a little bit. If, if you stay on the stillness journey 10 years from now, 20 years from now, what do you think is going to happen to you? Well, I don't know. I, what I hope happens is that I continue to grow in this experience of shalom, this experience of, of wholeness of being so that no matter what storms hit, no matter what triggers me, (laughs) that there is a maturity, Mm. there is an ability. Stillness actually enables us to return to joy, to return to this place that we were created to experience. And Mm. so that's my desire that, that more and more, I will be able to more quickly return to joy, more mm. quickly return to this place of stability and wholeness and peace because of this practice of stillness that it becomes almost second nature. It becomes a habit. That would be awesome. Mm, that's great. 
I love that picture of the reset button, right? Yeah. All those crazy devices that we have when it starts going crazy and you push the reset button. <laughs> That's so good. I love that picture of returning, mm -hmm. going, going back to how it was supposed to yeah. be. That refreshes my heart, just hearing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just as you were talking again, just that phrase, be still and know that I am God. Like it's an inspiring call. Yeah. For sure. That's great. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate the conversation. So and, good. Uh, until next time, guys. Take care. All right. Bye. Thanks.